Welcome to The Grinder. We are back at it, and we have another special guest today. One, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my main man, James the Killer Chapman. The Killer Chapman. All right, man, I'm stepping it up. I got to live up to that. Um, yeah, I, man, I, I don't even know if I can over top that. I thought I was the hostess with the mostess. Am I stepping up? Are you promoting me? I have promoted you. Hey, man, I'll take it. I'm taking it. I'm glad to be here. Really excited about our guest today. Um, and, man, I tell you, we've been focusing on bringing better stuff to our listeners. And as and I got really humble really quick. We're bringing better with better knowledge than both of us. So y'all need to listen the hell up. Take some good information. These people are taking their time to bring it to you. Every, every guest we've had, when I start asking about what kind of information – um, you know, what would you like to talk about? And he said, man, I, I want to talk about whatever you think will help your listeners the most every time. All right. So listen to these folks, get some good information. Hey, do me a favor. All right. I, I'm desperate. I don't mind asking. Share it with somebody. Tell them to listen to the podcast. Hey, if you're feeling frisky, maybe even leave us a review and hit the subscribe button. Won't hurt my feelings a bit. I'll appreciate you very much. That's right. That's right. So going into it today, we have – I'm going to let him introduce himself today. What is up, guys? I'm Ryan Lang. Uh, I am a student, a runner, and a party enthusiast. Nice. <laughs> I, I so, feel like runner might be an, an understatement. Um, <laughs> it sounds to me like it's more like the freaking Energizer bunny. <laughs> Yeah, I get that a good amount of times. I get uh, the nutcase. Uh, I get a weirdo here and there. Uh, yeah, just about just about all, hit all all cues of um, craziness. But hey, man, it's it's found a passion, found something that's a good use of my spare time, uh, and it's a good good way to explore this world and do it with my family. So. So so tell I mean give us a little little more detail. I mean because me you know you say yeah run like that's me you know throwing all some tennis shoes running around the block a couple of times. Tell, tell our listeners some of the uh, accomplishments you've had in the running world. All right. So I, I, I'll give you, I'll start from the beginning. I used to be very overweight, no real passions in life. Uh, I loved eating, loved sitting around and just got sick of being this big anchor. I was about 235 pounds. Uh, now I'm about 182, 185 um, and so I started to run like three or four miles here and there. And I felt like the man, I was like, yeah, damn, I just ran three miles. Like I'm awesome. Started losing weight. People started telling me I looked better. So here I am now, the more I run, the more people tell me oh, I look better. I'm just going to keep running more. So that led me into running my first marathon in 2016. Uh, I went and did a 50 miler in March of 2017, a uh, hundred miler in July of 2017, and then ran the Moab 240 in October of 2017, becoming the youngest person to ever go 200 plus nonstop. Jesus. So, <laughs> so give a little better, give me a little better, because I am not familiar with that race at all. So it's 240 miles over how many days? So it took, Moab took me 86 hours, uh, so a little over, you know, three and a half days. How much time did you sleep during that? Moab, I slept six and a half hours total. Yeah, yeah, six and a half. Uh, the Tahoe 200, which I did this September, I slept four hours and 20 minutes. 
Um, but I honestly think that sleeping a little bit more would have benefited me in that race um, because you really slow down when you get tired and you hallucinate and really start to your mind's not thinking uh, move forward. It's straying off and you're thinking about other things. You're not thinking about eating and, and continuing to push yourself. So the sleep's tough. My one buddy slept 12 hours and he came in, it was about my speed. He came in only like four hours behind me. So that goes to show how much sleep could really help you. Immediately, I don't want to get off track, but immediately makes me think, and I want us to explore this, but immediately makes me think how good you felt when you went from couch potato to three miles, right? And, And that's a lot what we talk about here. I mean, this is a business minded podcast, but it's about like going the next step. And like, if you're doing the three miles in your business right now, and it's a lot more than you've ever done, you ought to be feel really fucking proud about that. I mean, you ought to be damn proud, but I think a lot of times we automatically, cause if I sat here, you and I were sitting down having a beer and you start talking about how you're doing 240 miles and three miles wins me, you know, I'm, I'm beat after three miles. Then like that's not the same comparison. You've already been through it. You've trained your body. You've trained up. You've built, you've built, you've built. Like, but you were the guy who did three miles. It's the same thing as we talk about where we're going with our businesses. I don't compare myself to somebody doing a hundred million dollars a year in business. I don't do it. it. It would crazy. It would defeat me. But if I look at where they started and they started the zero as well man, like that's the motivation. That's what you have to stay focused on, on how they built and got to that point. Worry, I'm worried right now, like how the guy took his business from zero to 10 million, not how he got to a hundred million. I get to 10 million, then I'm going to start worrying about how he got to a hundred million. So, you know, I think it's a really good correlation. I appreciate you sharing that of how excited you were just to get to the three miles, the motivation it gave you and, and focusing on that. So awesome stuff. Yeah, and I could touch on that. So the way I thought of it in the beginning was, you know, let's let's put you you looking at me. You just started running. All you have to think of is there's a fork in the road. You see me on the left, way down that road, and that's just because I've do, been doing it longer. I've been, you know, going day day after day a little bit longer than you have. You can't teleport to me. You can't jump to me. You can't take a train to me. You have to run down that path to get to where I'm at. And that's all I did was I ran down that path. That's good, man. That's really good stuff. Uh, so with that, like to get to the level you're at now, like how often do you have to train? So I started before my 50 miler, I was running 12 miles Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then like 15 to 20 on Saturday. Then before my hundred, I was doing 14 miles Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then like 20 Saturday. Then before Moab, it was 16 Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now I've stuck at like a 75 mile week. Um, but James, to like really honestly tell you, it's so much more of a mindset of, of I, you know, I put the work in, I, I can get to that start line feeling like I'm ready. Maybe physically I'm not even ready, but up here, I believe I'm ready. I have no doubt in my head of, Oh, I could have worked harder on this Saturday. Oh, I could have woke, woke up a little bit earlier on this Friday to work a little harder. No, I worked hard. I put in all the effort. So up here, I'm stable and I'm prepared. And I'm telling you right now, this is way more important than putting in an extra five miles a week. This is, if you're not, you know, if you're a, a bodybuilder and you are ch- 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 the tits, 
but you have nothing up here. In my eyes, it, it, this might sound rude, but you are nothing. I would take the kid with a stronger mental uh, uh, tough, better mental toughness that has almost no muscle on his body over the jacked uh, weightlifter that has absolutely nothing up here. And that makes complete sense. I mean, we had a podcast um, last month where, you know, uh, JP was talking about um, Bud's training with the SEALs, and he was talking about some of the Olympic-level athletes that would wash out. It all came back down to mentality. And, I, I mean, I think that's the same thing here in business. I mean, it's, it's all your mentality, being versatile, and, and being able to get back up every time, just keep going, keep going, keep going. So it makes complete sense to me. Now, in that, I mean, I know the Moab was the longest race, and I don't want to just focus on that. Uh, but what, uh, what was that the hardest race? No, dude, this 100-miler that I just did on the island of Guadalupe this past weekend, I will not ever do something that hard. I don't know if there's <laughs> something that exists that's that hard. It was, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. It took me 46 hours where my 100 miler time is about 26. It was nothing but mud and it really made me dig deep and figure out who I am. That was the most, physically it really was not that tough because I wasn't running that much. Um, it was such deep mud that I was slipping and sliding. I wish I had a co compilation of how many times I slipped and fell on my ass, dude. It would, I think I, I think I slipped and fell over 150 times. I'm, and I'm not exaggerating there. It pushed me mentally. I cried during the race. I, I made the decision that I was giving up, but you know, just with these, which I could talk about more in, in what mental toughness I think is the definition of it. I had these battles in my brain that I have never come near contact with. I, you know, you're not having fun. You deserve to quit. You're right. You're right. But then the other part of my brain will come back and be like, you're the only American in this race. They absolutely love you here. Everyone's taking pictures with you. You are going to give yourself, you're going to label your country as a quitter. Get the fuck up and keep moving. That was like the kind of conversations that I had in my head. Um, Dude, that's such good stuff, man. That's what, that's where it's at. Um, but that's, that's what mental toughness is, dude. And, and getting your brain to that, it's not just pounding your body in the training runs. There's different things that I do to build mental toughness uh, that aren't, have nothing to do with running. That's, man, that's good. So, I mean, like how many times do you think you quit while you were running that race? I've never <laughs> thought – to quit Moab Tahoe, I never mm. thought of quitting. This race, I think I thought to quit probably 10 to 12 times. It was just my mom. This is my first race. My mom was crewing. So here's the excuse. Oh, you know, mom's really struggling. Give up and, and have her stop stop being so nervous. And then the other side will battle back. No, she's got it. Don't worry about it. And then, like, just all these conversations. It's like it's literally the angel and the devil. I was having headlamp problems. Yeah. Oh, you know, you're going to slip and fall. I, James, I literally thought about slipping in a weird way so that I twist my knee and get hurt so I had the excuse to quit. I thought about actually hurting myself so I could give up. That's, 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 one, of those, that's one of those things that it's like you run into, once you hit that wall, you're like, oh, shit, things are changing real quick. Because once, once the, the, that mental – that mental fortitude starts breaking down on you. 
that gets really trippy really quick. Really trippy really quick. I, I was just going to say that that just goes to show you how fucking crazy your mind is, you know? Like, really. I mean, and, and I guarantee you, you were probably in the majority of people who did fish. How many of them thought the same thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it just it's, – it's so fascinating to me how the mind – can overcome and how it can sabotage. Yeah. And I think it can do anybody do that to anybody at any time, top performer or not, you know? So how well you have to guard that. It's unbelievable. And I think you, you just said how crazy the mind is. I don't think any more than 5% of this world realizes the potential that they have up in their head. And that's the, you know, I don't like to rag on society, but People don't test themselves. In order to be super tough up there, you need to test yourself. And people aren't out there. You know, we listen to Dave Goggins every day. That guy is pushing himself. That's why he is such a mental freak. And people don't understand that you build this fortitude, this strength by pushing yourself every day. And if you want to be like that, you just you got to get out there and do it as much as it sucks. But you just got to use the excuse of I am getting better today. You know, the, uh, so a couple months ago, I saw an article that was talking about taking cold showers in the morning. So I was like, you know what? It listed all the benefits, you know, the things it does just for your body, for your stress levels. Uh, but the last thing I miss- mentioned was discipline. And I was like, discipline? Like, really? There's no discipline to this. You just get under some cold water. It was crazy by the fourth day. It was all discipline, and it's something as simple as that. I mean, this isn't anything challenging uh, compared to what you've done, but it was it was interesting to me how quick my mind would try to get me not to do that to my body every single morning. And I mean, I would literally have to stand the shelf and I would call myself a bitch just to get under the, get under the cold water, you know. But it's something that simple, and I consider myself very successful. No, and disciplined, but even just a little change like that in the mornings, how much I had to work to convince myself or why today wasn't the day or why it would be tomorrow. So uh, I agree with you completely, Ron. I mean, how much we need to guard up, how much we need to build and exercise our discipline and what we do and just having a, a stronger mindset to, to be able to, to succeed, you know? Definitely, you're not wrong, dude. So, uh, sorry, I want to go into a little bit further on like building that mental toughness. You said there's a couple of things that you do personally to build up that mental toughness. What What are some of the things that you go through and like you know before a big run or you know going through that 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 jungle run? Basically, uh, what were some of the things that you ran through through your head that that prepared you for that? So doing a lot of things where you put yourself in a situation where you don't know exactly when you're going to finish or the outcome. So I'll have, I'll have my dad, sometimes I'll go out on a training run and I'll tell my dad like beforehand, there's like 10 runs and I'll tell him, sometimes I want you to pick me up. And sometimes I want you to tell me, sorry, you can't pick me up. So every time I go out on this run, I'm expecting my dad to pick me up at the end. And there's sometimes that he's like, nope, sorry, can't do it. And that's like unexpected to my brain. So now I'm in this situation where, oh shit, 
I got to keep going past where I thought I was going to finish. That keeps you that. And now your brain gets used to, there's always that, that potential of something like that happening, which happened a billion times out in the jungle race. Um, but if you're, if you're comfortable and you know what to expect, you, you're okay. You're not going to break down. But if you're used to these breakdowns happening for, that's just one of the situations I use, then you get accustomed to it. And then when it's time for the race and that happens, it doesn't affect you nearly as much. Um, but putting, so like I would do, I, I would do, we'd have a party the night before, like the Philly marathon and we'd be partying. I'd be drinking and I'd stay up all night. And my body is obviously not in good per shape to run a marathon, but going and running a marathon where you're still drunk slash hungover makes it that much easier when you've slept and you're not drunk slash hungover. So like there's kind of the physical part more so of training, but it's just putting yourself in unfamiliar situations or, you know, just today uh, I had to wake up at six because I wanted to have time to like get stuff done before I came on with you guys. And I really wanted to hit that snooze button, really wanted to do it. But I thought to myself, like, if not now, then when? Like, when are you going to get up? When are you going to do this? And I think I've used that statement a lot in these past couple months with trying to launch my company. So, like, if not right now, like doing a dish, dude. If not right now, when are you going to do it? When it's stinky and smelly in two days, do it right now. Like those are the kind of things that, and then it starts to become like a usual occurrence where you're not procrastinating, where you're used to feeling like crap on your runs, where, you know, you're used to someone not being able to come pick you up when you thought you were finished. Yep. I love that. I mean, that's, that's a, the technique I've really been working on is when the thought hits, like, should I do this? You do it. Like you just do it, you know, quit, don't, Oh man, I should have done that paperwork. I'll get up in a little bit. No, do it now. Like right now, make it happen, make that call, whatever it is. If it, if it cues, you need to, you need to deliver on it and building that discipline in it. So. And that's hard to do. It's not easy to do. You don't want to do it. You are uncomfortable. But, and to touch on this, when we are uncomfortable, we are growing. It's literally, they are correlative. When you're uncomfortable, you're growing. When you're comfortable, you're not growing. It's it, like, you got to think of it. If you think of it like that, it helps you so much to be motivated to do these things you don't want to do. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's really good. That's something that I've had to take into effect is like I started in jujitsu because it made me uncomfortable, right? I was like, dude, I don't want to go in there. I don't want to I don't want to look like like some new kid on the block. Um, and then now it's it's at the point where I'm like, you know what? I feel comfortable going to do to jujitsu, you know, doing the thing, choking people out, like that's fun now. Um, but now I find myself, I'm like, I'm super comfortable in the fact of like just going to, um, to the jujitsu gym and training, but I'm finding myself like I'm going against people that I know that I can just overpower and I'm not going against people that are like, you know, black belts, brown belts. Like you're not, I'm not testing my limits on the further end. And so I'm having to humble myself back down. I'm like, dude, I'm going to go against the dude who's kicking everybody's ass today. And it's, it's that mental change that I found is like, I got into it because I was uncomfortable. Now I'm comfortable with being in that section. So it's time to level that game back up. And it's very easy to fall into that, that 
uncomfortable, but now I'm comfortable situation. Right. Yeah. So, but that, that's, that, that's something to, to take into place is like, you may have started something out to be uncomfortable or something you started was uncomfortable and now it's not. So what's that next level? Right. Exactly. Spot on, dude. Ryan, what does, I mean, I just got to, so like that Moab, that two, you said it was 250 miles? 240. 240. What the hell does that do to your body? Dude, I, one, I chafed in spots that you don't ever want to think about chafing. <laughs> you still got uh, nipples, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, those are the, that's the worst. But it, it honestly, it really does. My knee was screwed up for a while after. Um, but it, it makes you realize that, I mean, to kind of tear off what you just said a little bit, it makes you realize that the brain can override what the body is feeling it like walking away from Moab. I realized that pain is truly someone said it to me. Pain is truly just a message. Like if you think of it as just like a a piece of mail going back and forth, that's all it really is. Like I didn't get totally injured. I didn't tear anything. I didn't break anything. It was just such a high level of pain where it's telling your brain to stop. But if you put that in your head of, it's just a message, just a message. All it is is a message. It's not, nothing is actually there. Um, it helps you out in the long run. Um, it, 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 honestly, it made my, it definitely made my body better. My stomach became so much stronger being able to digest all these crazy wacky foods because you're, you have to eat protein over a couple of days. Um, you can't just survive off straight carbohydrates. Um, it def, I had, a giant blister on the bottom of my foot and it like popped and kind of died. And I literally peeled it like peeling a sticker off of a freaking hard toenails <laughs> four out of your 10, every 200 miler. Um, you know, it, it does trash your body and the sleep is the biggest thing. So like a whole week after I was sleeping like 10 to 12 hours a night and it still wasn't enough. So it really, really screws you up for a whole kind of week after that's unreal. Uh, so t- tell us a little bit about your business. You, you said with you launching, yeah. I'd love to hear about that as well. Yeah. So I'm, I am uh, a week from today. I'm launching a outdoor gear and apparel company. Um, we, the first product is the rave runner. It is a hydration backpack. Um, I'm combining all of my passions of running, raving, motocross, snowboard, hiking, biking, whatever. Um, and putting all the features that I found needed um, into one hydration pack. So one of the features is an anti-theft design. Going to music festivals, one in seven people are stolen from. Pickpocketing while you're touring in Rome while it's 100 degrees. Uh, you got 400,000 people getting stolen from literally out of their bags each day. Um, customization. I love customizing things. I love making it my own and I know other people do. So I have a in- web interface where you can upload a picture of Addison's face and put it on your backpack. Um, you just- should do that. <laughs> um, would they sell, would they sell more Addison if they did that? There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind. Um, Continue. Just everything, man. Running pockets on the chest. I would use my festivals to have my sunglasses and phone. Uh, I wanted to be able to stand out and be seen at night because my dad always bitches about me running at night and cars not being able to see me. So I added 
this underglow technology that lights up the entire ground around you. But basically, it's just combining all of my passions and putting it into a product that can help other people, which is my second passion. I absolutely love when people say, hey, Ryan, like because of you, I ran my first half marathon. That is a drug, Addison, dude. Like that, I don't know if it's narcissistic to say, but I love when people tell me because of my example, they did something. And I, if I could do that for the rest of my life and profit off of it, oh my God, I'm not working a day in my life. So I have other ideas to add onto the business, other like nicer uh, fanny packs, cooler custom headbands, all this kind of stuff. But launching the hydration pack is the number one thing. But dude, if I, I'll tell you this, if I wasn't an ultra marathon runner, this company wouldn't have even been a thought. I would not have any thought that I had the ability to even figure out how to design a hydration pack. I wouldn't have had the motivation to reach out to find the manufacturer in China. I, I wouldn't have known that I am capable of shit that I thought was previously incomprehensible. And, and for your listeners hearing this right now, like if you have a thought of, of wow, this would be super cool, but I have no idea how to do it, get on Google, get on Reddit, start searching, start figuring out. Because if you have the thought, if you have the inkling of, of uh, uh, possible uh, problem solving, you have it. You, you, the drive is there. You have the ability. You just have to believe in yourself and know that it is going to take 11 months to get to the point where you want to be. I love that. It, it makes me think, I mean, around running the, the Ogmandino quote, you know, it's not your, it's not your job to know how many steps you got to take. It's your job to take the next step. Yep. You know, uh, man, that's, that's so good, Ryan. I, I've really, really enjoyed this today. Um, uh, where can people find you at? Uh, I'm big on Instagram. It's where I post all my stuff. Lang runs L A N G E R U N S. Uh, but I do have a website where I do blog posts and I'm going to post a, um, a race report after this race. Cause there's just so much wacky shit that I want to tell. People. <laughs> um, so Ryan F Lang.com is where my website and I post a bunch of blog posts and such. All right. And we're definitely, we'll make sure we get these, uh, put in the, cool. in the show notes as Sweet. well. Yeah, if you if you want to just text me, um, I have your Instagram. So if you want to text me your uh, website and all that kind of good stuff, I'll take care of that. Um, before we put a bow on this and tie it up, James, I want to ask Ryan, what are some tips? James and I are about to go do a twenty six point two ruck. Wait, when? Um, when is it? Well, that's uh, a little yeah. way. This it's November. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So. What what would you say like the top five things to focus on when we go on this ruck? When you go on the ruck or the time now to leading up to the ruck? Both. Okay. Uh, leading up, put in the effort now, um, but don't overdo it to the point where you're hurting yourself. Make sure that you have a plan and you follow that plan. When James wakes up on a Saturday and says, yeah, Addison, like not feeling it today. You say you have the duty to tell James, get the fuck up. We're doing this, bro. And James is, needs to do the same thing for you. That's the beauty of having a partner. That's awesome. Yeah. So you have a responsibility, not even, not just to keep yourself on track, to make sure James is on track because that's going to build that bind for when you guys are in the shit storm together 
it's you're neither of you are going to give up. It's going to be, Oh, you're going to give up. I'm not giving up. So you can't give up. Um, number two <clears throat> is you need to worry more about this than you do your body. You need to figure out stupid stuff to do that you hate doing that'll build you up here so that when the time, like I spoke before, when the ruck comes and something happens, your insert breaks or something, you're ready. You, you are not going to freak out and, and, and want to quit. Um, so start putting yourself, and I encourage people to put themselves in wacky situations. That's why people call me crazy all the time. Like when it's snowing, I'll go out, I'll, I'll wear clothes, but I just won't wear gloves. So my hands are absolutely freezing. But in Moab, if I lose a glove, what am I going to do? I, now I did that, I could bring back that memory, that little, that awful, painful memory of running without gloves for 20 miles and be like, I did this. I could do it again until I get to the next aid station. Mm-hmm. So just kind of think about, envision uh, potential problems that you could have on the ruck and do stupid stuff to prepare yourself for them. I like that. I'm pretty good at doing stupid stuff. So, <laughs> Hey, where does your, when do you, um, uh, like, so a lot of times if I'd had to do like a long, uh, physical activity, like if it was a long ruck or something, I, I would find myself like counting. It, did you ever try to get your mind away? Like when you're in the middle of that, I mean, like what was some of the things that you would do? You said find yourself counting. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times though, I would sit there and I mean, cause you had so much time and you're just trying to take your mind off of, of the mundane right, okay, task. Yeah. I'm just keep moving. So maybe it was like, um, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I packed this. That weighs two pounds. Okay, how many steps am I taking in a mile? Okay, how many miles am I going? And I would sit there, and it would take me a while. I'm, you know, no genius, but that would take my mind off everything, and I would sit there and do the math in my head just to get away from everything. So Distraction tactic, that's yeah. what I call it. Yeah, just let your – that's why I love drinking a coffee before a run because my mind, my thoughts just go wild, and I'll be running, and I don't even notice that I'm running because I'm thinking about so much stuff podcast yeah. help like for example i would download like four or five of your guys podcasts and just listen to them even though like sometimes i'll zone out i'll see something down the trail i'll think about that zone back into the podcast zone out think about like you know something about my business and, and what else how i can make this better and like i get my best thoughts on my run i get my best ideas that i i stop I'll, I'll write it down on my phone because I always forget after. Like, you just said it, dude. You, you think of other things. It's all, and that's more the mental part. You start thinking about different things, not thinking about, God, this blister really freaking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Man, awesome, awesome podcast. Great information. Um, Grinders, go back, listen to this again, send it to somebody. You know somebody this can help. You know somebody who is stuck in that spot in their business where they're looking at everybody else ahead of them and they're not focusing on just how they are getting better. They're, think of, they're thinking of how everybody's further along than them. This comes back to the mental toughness. We can all use this information. We can all apply it. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for being on. Um, thank you, guys. Anything else you need to add, uh, Addison no. or Ryan? Ryan, you killed uh, it. You know, I, I, people a lot of times look at me and think I'm some freak, but I just want your listeners and anyone to know that deep down, I am still that chubby kid that was picked middle to last of the pack in pickup football. Like, I am your average man. I have average capabilities, subpar uh, characteristic traits. I am nothing special. I simply wake up hungry as shit, ready to get the fuck after it every day, and I just want people to know that I'm nothing special. You just got to work to get where you want to be. 
Well, man, I'm blown away by this. I think you're a freak of nature and I think it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it blows my mind. It makes me feel like an absolute just wuss me complaining about doing a 12 mile ruck the other weekend, but I love it. It motivates me. And I know you taking that, we all have that experience about something when we were younger or where pe- we think people are more qualified for us. That fuels you today, doesn't it? It does. It definitely does. You, you needed that. And that's what I think a lot of people miss is, is, is you need that, you know, we hear a lot of people calling out like the dark side. You need that where, hey, I feel like I'm always the dumbest guy in the room or I always feel like this. Like, use that shit. That is like, it's, it's fucking so powerful. Underdog status. Man, I mean, like, that's one of your best fucking weapons. I mean, that's probably one of the main things that really just empowers you mentally to dominate. I mean, if you thought you were as good as anybody, I mean, like, you you wouldn't try as hard, you know? So, anyways, Ryan, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you, guys. Seriously. Yep, and we're going to get all this stuff posted in the show notes so everybody can find you. Really enjoy having you uh, come on. Best of luck to you in your next one, which I don't think you need luck. Uh, so, um, and um, uh, with that, grinder out.